When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. And talking about important issues, getting the world fixed. We came up with a what? Appreciate? What was it? Appreciate, incorporate. Incorporate. We're yeah, rebranding, Kristen. Kristen, you understand re- the importance of rebranding, correct? You're muted. She's muted. Hold on, let me... Unmute yourself, Chris. No, keep her muted. There we go. Let's keep her muted. Damn it. triggering for all of us. I know, it's so much more pleasant with me muted. There's no question about Um, it, you know. I just want to say, I was listening to you guys beforehand, and remember, English language, all languages change and evolve over time, Mm -hmm. and that was a great example. I'm, I'm glad you pointed it out, because it really does show that... Words evolve, and sometimes people co-opt them, and it has more of a negative connotation, even though, Tom, you were referring to it in a positive connotation, mm-hmm. and I think that um, we came up with some better words. I think that's true. Um, but I, let me ask you a question. It led to something else that I also don't understand. How people of a certain age can you throw out the oh, boomer, oh, you did the boomer, yeah. When you group everyone into one thing, like you're the boomer, you're the this, you're the, how is that different from racism? And just throwing an entire group Age, of people ageism. into one pile. It's, that is ageism. Well, I know, but and it's the terrible. same as racism, same shit. It's well, terrible, I will yeah. tell you, and I've said, I believe I've said this before in the show, ageism is probably one of the few things that we have yet to tackle. Yeah, and you're right. It, it's really interesting. And when you get older, each you know decade you move into you start realizing that age is a gift it is a privilege to age because we've all lost friends at a young yeah, age and that's you, true i think you know i have several friends that are no longer here with us and i think about them all the time like they didn't get to do that they didn't see this like right. oh my gosh they missed yeah. a pandemic like it was a crazy time and you, it's just things like that or you didn't get to see them have kids or get married all of that mm-hmm. and so you need to start turning that conversation around. I love it that actresses, like a lot of women are starting to talk about aging. Some women are, you know, refusing to do the Botox or the facelift or talking about menopause because that's something that the medical community doesn't even address for women. So it's, they they get you all the way through childbirth and then they're like, good luck. You're on your own, kid. You're on your own, kid. Good luck. And I, I think that that um, ageism. We're talking a lot about it too, even in terms of the presidential election. Right. We have two people who are part of the silent generation running. And can you say that every 
77-year-old, every 80-year-old is fit or not fit to run for president because it really is an individual case. It. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things that, like, if you start saying, okay, well, nobody can run for president in 75, that might not be true for every single person. Yeah. And then, right. you know what I mean? So it's, yep. it's one of those things I'm like, do you do a cognitive test? I don't know. I think I should do cognitive tests for people getting into radio and podcasts. <laughs> no, because I'd be out. Everyone would fail. I'd Everybody. I'll be out before we even got started. No, I agree with you, Tom. I would never say in seriousness the OK Boomer or any of that stuff. People do, though. But I don't even know if pe- not anybody who should be taken seriously. I think, I mean, I, I, I feel like most of the people I work with are at least above 50 or 60 and they're all i mean i wouldn't think twice about it unless i just today kind of stop and go oh yeah i don't know like i love that minnesota's lucky that we're not the type that are go hey you've hit a certain age we're done with you like i think i think you're right it's it's one of those things that doesn't really go there there is a lot of discrimination against a certain age you ever seen midsummer Yes. Where they just throw the old people off a cliff? That's an option, <laughs> too. How, that, like, how old do they have to be? I don't, uh, I don't know. Let's say 71. Well, okay. Let's say 71 because after working with you all day, I might want to go off the cliff at the end of the God, day. God, Midsummer messed me up for a long time. That was a scary what movie. What is Midsummer? It's a movie? Oh. It's a movie with Florence Pugh. You would it's might, terrifying. You it might is. like it because it's horror, but it's done well. It and is. Florence Pugh is fantastic. Is it S O M E R or S U M M E R? Mid, it's uh, S O Swedish or whatever. It's, so it's S O M M E R. It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. So it's good though, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people would probably say no. I would. It's not like uh, oh, there's a monster coming around the corner. It's more just like mental. It 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 it, it attacks like the mental aspect of it's the psychological. Yeah. Thank I, you. That's what I was looking yeah, for. I, okay. You could go either way with this, but really? I. If you're in a mood to be a little bit ear uh, thrown off, but you, there are times that if you're in a silly, goofy mood, you'd kind of giggle at. Yeah. So it depends <laughs> what oh, your yeah. mood is. Yeah. Like when that goat talked, you didn't love that. That's scary. F you. <laughs> he said F you to the guy. He did. A goat telling me to go F off. Thank See, you. Thank sometimes you, you be in a silly, goofy mood and. Yes. It's not going to work, but I think you might find Midsummer a little spooky. It's it kind of it makes you think a little bit on like how you would get out of that situation and I don't it's pretty good. You know, I just wish people would be a bit more genuine about everything. And if we're going to do it, let's do it. Don't I don't want anything based on skin color, orientation on on any of it. Just I'm my own person. Leave me out of your shit. Yeah. That's it. No, I think that's fair, isn't it? I think so. So shut up, everybody. Yeah, shut up, everybody. Damn it. And meet us in the middle, but then shut the hell up. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, meet us in the middle, and then shut up. And shut up. No, that works for me. I got no problem. I just find there's so much of that stuff going on. There's another thing going on. I'm not even going to talk about who it is, but I, I referenced it earlier in the week. These phony radio people that said, you know, they're just misogyny and horrible, just disgusting stuff. And now they're all chirping, I'm woke. I, I am one of the most woke people ever. Will you say or do anything for... I know for... exactly who you're talking about. Oh, my about, God, it's disgusting. Right Isn't that disgusting? Well, it's just, uh, you know what? I, I mean, it's funny because I also think woke is another word that's been completely... Yeah, <laughs> yeah we oh, God, yeah. I don't oh, even yeah. use the word. Um, so I thought it was funny that 
I'll say who it is. Howard Stern embraced it. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, he has shown a lot of growth. Um, I don't know how much he has apologized for everything that he's done over the Never. years. You know? How about that? But Hollywood celebrities are very willing to go on his show. I Politicians know. are willing to go on his show. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, this man treated women like shit for yeah. 30 years, and somehow that's okay. I just don't get it. I don't remember, and I don't know if anyone else knows, like, when was that actual shift that happened? Was it, obviously, because I watched his E! Online, his E! News show mm -hmm. for years, mm -hmm. and was just always like, what is this? Because it was know. on late at night. It's terrible. But did he just have a sudden, like, I don't know, like, come to Jesus moment where he just suddenly shifted his show, or was it a gradual shift? Because I haven't listened to his serious show to know, but... You know, yeah, I don't listen happened. to it either. I, I, like I said, I just happened to, to, to see him because there's a TV show about, uh, uh, what was it called? The, the dark, 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 side dark, the of the the dark Side of the 2000s. There you go. Look, I don't know him. I, we whipped his ass when uh, when he was in town. I do. Yeah, know we that. did. We. I just wanted to pretend. Okay, here we go. I, I have a... No, look. I... You do whatever you want, but the misogyny thing went over way too big with he and Opie and Anthony. I don't understand why women let them get away with that, particularly in the most liberal cities in America. He's got to live in fear, or at least, like, I think he's got such a big ego, though. Oh, God, has he got an ego. Because there are things, like, listen, we've been, if you've been on radio for more than 10 years, you go look back and go, oh, God, that, like, I, I don't love that I said that. And I'm not talking about anything big. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm even embarrassed. Kristen, this might hurt. This might hurt our friendship. I used to talk about how much I hated cats. Really? Yeah. Oh, so disappointed. I know. Typical. But that's just an example of growth. I didn't ever own a cat. I was confused. The litter box thing grossed me out. And then I had a boyfriend who had a cat, and I fell in love with cats. Yes, but picking up hot, steamy poop of a, for a dog in a bag. Listen, I said I was made mistakes. I've grown. So like, there's things. There's on air. Scoopers, or the, even better, a robot litter box. <laughs> but it's in your house, okay? Like, we do have to acknowledge that the in your Mine's house. outside of my sun porch. Still in your home in some ways. Okay, but, like, hear me out. Like, I have grown. I've made mistakes. That's just one example. I would think Howard Stern lives in fear of all of the things. Like, Gen Z, if they ever got a hold of, like, really looked at all of his stuff, I mean, why aren't we looking at that That's and saying... That's my question. But at the same time, so like uh, a formal apology, I think he pivoted not because he's this great grand person, because it was beneficial to his career. There's money in it. Yeah. That's the only reason he's doing this. Is Look, the guy's already made several hundred million dollars. Good for him. Happy for you. Very successful. But don't try to pretend now that we don't know you're just going after more money by sucking up to people. It was a necessity. It's disgusting. He couldn't do his same shtick. Now, well, for that's sure. his fault, oh, we, and that's his he problem. He knows he couldn't get away with that. Because yeah. listen, right. the Playboy era—that's exactly—he was coming up to in that era where we had that second gen of like Pamela Anderson, yeah, all the Baywatch yeah. girls posed for Playboy. Hugh all of a sudden was like, "Yay, let me do the Playboy Mansion parties again," and that it became like a second wind in in that era. That is also when Howard Stern had his E show and everything else, and. Everyone was getting away with it left and right. We're yeah. giving the same treatment and look back to Howard Stern that we're also doing that we did to Hugh Hefner. Yeah. 
Hugh Hefner's yeah. no longer alive. Right. So I think it's easier for everyone to speak out. The same thing could happen to Howard Stern. Once he passes, someone's going to do a deep dive and people are going to start talking. Yeah, I suppose that's it. Look, he did a lot for radio. The guy who never got the credit for all of this was Steve Dahl, because Steve Dahl invented that style, not the misogyny part of it, Mm -hmm. but just to be very direct. Steve Dahl was maybe the best radio announcer of all time, and he was big in Chicago, still does a big uh, podcast as far as I know. Steve Dahl became a friend of mine. We enjoyed each other's successes. Like, hey, man, that's great. Really, really nice guy. But look, there's... It wasn't a coincidence that those two worked together, worked opposite one another in Detroit, and all of a sudden one of them left with the other's act. Yeah. That was Steve Dahl all the way. It was not Howard. It wasn't me. Steve Dahl inspired me. There is no question about that. I followed Steve Dahl's lead, no doubt. But nobody else gives him credit for it, and he was the first one to do it. There's no doubt about it that Steve Dahl was long before anybody else. Right? I mean, t- telling the truth. Even if the truth hurt, that's what I love Steve Dahl so much, because he told it, even when it hurt, yeah. he told the truth. Love that. So anyway, I, just, I don't care for Kristen Burt. That's the one person I just can't handle. <laughs> don't yeah. worry. You can't get rid of me. She'll <laughs> mute maybe herself. Maybe that's what's holding you back from meeting me in person. <laughs> yes, that's it. I'm never meeting you in person. Again. No, look, I, 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 I wake up every morning just being so glad that I, I didn't ever have to work in my life. Sitting at a microphone bullshitting is not work. Yeah. It's just not. So I'm very grateful for that and my family and my friends and all the rest of it. I just, people love to focus on the negative. I just don't understand why that is. Or kiss ass. That's the two things people love to do. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's really too bad. Nature of the business, too, though, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, I suppose not as much as television, though. Television is even worse. Television is much worse. Although I have a lot of friends in television, so I should shut up. What do you think? No, I mean, Hollywood has its own issues and it's, you know, and how to survive and how to have a long career is it's survival of the fittest, honestly. Yeah. And like I said, everybody that succeeded, that's what I'm very happy for you. You did very well. All the rest of it. It's just, you know, the ass kissing part drives me nuts. I hate it. Can't do it. Yeah, I get it. So what's going on in Hollywood, sister? I, we might have an end to the strike, maybe. What? Really? Tell us. I don't want to get too enthusiastic about it, but uh, they they met yesterday. The CEOs showed up, you guys. Really? That's big news. They did so you had like the heads of NBC Universal, Netflix, um, Warner Brothers, which is also HBO, um, Disney, of course. Bob Iger showed up. They showed up to the negotiation room, and that's the first time they have. So that means they are serious. And this was obviously yeah. for the Writers Guild. Yep. Um, I would say the word is positive, at least. They're coming back to the table today, so nobody walked away or anything else like that. But the start of the television season, I, like I said, I was like, it's scaring them a little bit because they're starting to realize, you know what, the average American is supporting the actors and writers at this point. They don't, you know what, they can go and just watch something else instead of watching a game show all fall. So... I think that they're finally going, all right, we need to figure a way out of this. So I'm hoping that we will see some movement in the next few days um, and that maybe we can get it up for a vote for the Writers Guild. There you go. Do you think it might be a week or two away? Is it that close? Um, they, There are rumors. Now, CNBC is the one reporting this. CNBC said if they do not make a deal by the end of the week, which is tomorrow, 
then the strike will continue until the end of the year. Really? So this is like a do or die, according to CNBC. And CNBC um, is in bed with the studio side. They uh, they have a lot. They're the ones that did that really like um, crazy interview with Bob Iger, who was just like, you know, hey, this isn't a good time to strike, guys. Right. (laughs) Everyone was like, come on, Bob. Um, You make, you know, $450 million a year. So um, they're clearly getting information from the studio side. And maybe that was a little bit of like putting the word out, like make a deal, guys, make a deal, writers. Otherwise, we will extend this. Um, so I think it's a playing a game of chicken at this point. God, I hope they do it. Well, you know, one thing I, w- I will warn them about, and, and I'm sure you know this, Kristen. Uh, you sit down and watch streaming now, and I don't care what the streaming channel is. They are bringing more and more and more Australian, German, Irish, Korean. English, Korean. They are replacing all the American stuff with foreign stuff. So I would pay attention to that if I were you. Because Catherine and I watched a couple of these shows. One, you know, the German one, of course, is uh, overdubbed because they're speaking German and the whole thing. So it's kind of uncomfortable because you can tell, you know, it's, it's dubbed over. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit uncomfortable there, but there are, there are a lot of good TV shows out there that have nothing to do with America, and they are being loaded on streaming, no doubt about it. But I think it. that's good because yeah. we, yeah. Uh, you know, other countries have always had access to American shows, and we've had very little access yep. uh, because we just think our stuff is the best. <laughs> and there's so, there's tons of great content out there from other countries, so I'm, I'm glad that we are being exposed to it. And I, I think that that's a good thing. And I don't think that once the strike is over, it's going to ruin Hollywood either. I just think that right. hopefully it'll make us better educated people. Yeah, I think we that's can true. integrate yeah. their, look at, I'm using the words, integrate See? other Look at that. Ours. Thank you, full circle. We Thank need you, full circle. Full circle. <laughs> we need full circle. Because we we're do. being lied to constantly. So we need to be nicer to one another and appreciate one another much more. Um, pointing out one group of people and how you don't like them is not a good thing to do because not all people are the same. So calm we're, down. We were exposed to international shows. It, it might give you interest. It might give you the opportunity to go, hey, you know what? I'd like to actually go on vacation there and oh, learn yeah. more and eat the food or visit the locations. Like, even just Ted Lasso, which obviously is an American show that takes place in the UK, mm-hmm. people now do the Ted Lasso tour and they go to the small town and they visit all of the locations where they shot and it's created a really nice boon for the businesses around there. Yeah, I mean, Catherine and I saw the uh, the latest Agatha Christie movie and we've never been to Venice, so now we're looking forward to going to Venice, but everybody has told us you go to Venice for one day and then you got to move on. Yeah, They said it's very depressing. And don't go during flood season. Yeah, I suppose it's that's true. a good you idea. You will be there Dang. in your rain boots with water up to your knees. So is, it really still is sinking into the ocean, isn't it? It is. Yeah. That's so, so if you go sad. during the really rainy season, you're not going to be happy. Oh, hmm. That's because uh, it's beautiful architecture. The architecture is amazing. Stunning. But it's all going away. Well, yeah, it's like some parts of uh, the coastline here yeah, in the United yeah. States are going away. Things are just falling into the ocean. That is so weird watching houses fall into the ocean. That is just bizarre to watch. 
I saw something on social media and it was a realtor and he said, I'm supposed to go and see this beautiful coastal home tomorrow with my clients. So he's like, I went and just did a Google map search of the coastline to see what the coastline looked like 10 years ago and what it looks like today. 10 years ago, the home that is up for sale didn't even have beach access. It is now beachfront property. Oh, God. Damn. And he's like, we will not be touring that home any longer because he said in 10 years or less, this house will be in the ocean. It's not a good investment, uh, I would say. I would say no. <laughs> I think you're both right about that. It is not a good investment. So beautiful stuff, though. That prop, th Those properties are just gorgeous, and you just watch them fall apart and fall right into the ocean. Jeez. Watch really your sad. money just disappear. Because I, you probably can't get insurance for that i wouldn't think i'm sure that there's part i think that there's part of like the carolinas that you can't um that right. are sinking into the ocean right. i know there's parts in massachusetts i think along the cape that are sinking into the ocean uh, malibu there's there's sections that they have been trying for years to like push back the erosion it's not happening and a lot of the celebrities own those properties oh yeah they do a lot of them do no question about that but I'm really glad we had this conversation today because, I, you know, I, and I do hope that most people understand that I love human beings, always have, learned a lot from no teachers or anything like that, but, you know, but, <laughs> but. Oh, good. Oh, good. Now we're going for teachers. I just think that <laughs> I'm, I, I think I'm just too, too involved in humanity. I get way too involved. I love people or I can't stand people. It's, there's not a whole lot of the middle there, is you there? Have a lot there's no of, gray matter. <laughs> you have a lot of expectations you go into things with. Yeah, that's probably true. I do. Not that I've achieved anything of greatness, but, you know, I could put it on other people. Same. That works for me. No, but I just, I just would like a better world for my children, my grandchildren. That's what I'm looking at. Let's talk about, instead of battling between generations, let's talk about how the greatest generation, the baby boomers, you know, all, all the way down the list. I got friends in every one of those groups, so shut up and get the hell away from me. Right? There you go. Yes. Well, a better workplace is to have multiple generations working together because I always say this. There is something you can learn from the generation above you and the generation behind you. Absolutely. So, and the um, more you understand that, the more you'll be. Like, if you're someone that is really has an entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to learn some of the older ways, the traditional ways that things have been done, but then also being able to keep up with technology and what the trends are with the generation behind you. Yeah, that's all, all we're talking about doing. I just think there are other cultures that do a better job of that than we do. You know, the people appreciating their, their forefathers and mothers, yet also appreciating the newborn. I mean, look, Ethan was over yesterday. He's going to be two years old on November 7th. He stole my birthday, typical. I don't have a birthday anymore. It's his fault. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but to watch that kid, the 20, almost 21-month-old kid, he is so incredibly happy wandering around the yard. Oh, look at this. Look what I just picked up. Oh, there, look at, yeah. you know, I love that about little kids. They're learning every second of every day. And I wish we would do that all of our lives. Learn something new every day. It'd be really good for you. Um, Gogo has been saying the word baby, so I got her a doll. Baby, yeah. I was like, oh, here's a little baby doll. And I got her one. And then I realized the way that she, I must be a bad mother because the way she mothers is she gives it a pat on the back 
and then takes it by the arm and throws it. And I go, oh my God, I've been a terrible example as a mother for you. I think kids do that it's though. It's so funny. She's like, yep, yep, yep. Chuck. Whip. I like, girl. <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. Independent yeah, You're lady. doing it to her and now she's doing it to the doll. She's like, I'm not just a mother, you guys. I'm also, you know, an entrepreneur. I'm also, she's got things to do. Apparently a UFC fighter. <laughs> Apparently. My goodness. It's all true. <laughs> UFC fighter. Yeah. Uh, she's a baby boss. She is a baby boss. Hashtag baby boss. You think we're struggling too hard to try to find our way out of the madness? Is that the problem? I think that's... What's the madness? Just people in general being so unhappy. Cheer up, for Christ's sake. Let's go. You know what it is? Get off the internet. Get yeah. off social I don't, media. I don't get on the internet. The only time I'm on the internet is on this show, and I see this stuff in the morning and go, oh, my God, this is still going on. OMG. I told Tom about this. Yesterday in my neighborhood, some guy drove his lifted truck into a telephone pole God. and knocked out internet, Ugh. cable, and phone for everybody in like in our neighborhood oh, area. No. So it got, re it got restored like this morning at like 3 a.m., but... Um, yeah, yesterday from about three o'clock, the rest of the night was just the. It was refreshing, but also kind of boring. Did they find out what happened to the guy? Like, oh, he just he just I don't know was on his phone or something. And no, he was listening to Kristen Bird. I heard. Is <laughs> that what it was? I make people drive drive <laughs> into a pole. He was, he, was, he was googling the how to how to make that dildo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, make that no, money. Make never, that cash. Never gonna let it go. I got this with me the rest of my life. Or he was watching the it video. Was so good, Tom. I mean, it really was. I didn't mean to say that, though. That's the amazing thing. I didn't even think about it until it came out of my mouth and went, oh, wait, that's not good. It was either that or he's watching the video of Fabio get hit by the goose. Oh, my God, that is funny. Which will make you drive off the road in laughter. Well, luckily, he lived through it. It didn't kill him. He lived through it and um, was actually pretty calm about getting yeah. hit in the face with a goose. I agree. He was pretty calm about that. I would be thing. like, you guys don't even know what happened <laughs> up there. I would a wreck. I'm sorry. I know I keep going back to it. Listeners have written in and they were like dying laughing too. It's so good. Oh, they've seen it? They've seen it for the first time? Yeah. Um, I mean, it is funny. I'm sorry. The guy gets hurt. There's no doubt, but it is funny. Somebody wrote in. It was really funny. Eric wrote in. He wrote, I'm laughing my ass off. The video is so funny and finding the humor and it adds to the entertainment. <laughs> oh. Thank God. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. Unbelievable. All right, Kristen, get off your ass and come back tomorrow. I will do that. I'll see you all for Friday. 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 See you later. Thanks. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Edgar will join us right after this. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this, continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me uh, recently. Speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more, of course. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets, and they are phenomenal towels. We've got several of them. Uh, they're back in stock, too. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel, which is very important in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM, save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more.
This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Can I get a weight reading on the cotton exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Well, that would be Chris Eggert pissing me off next. You know what I'm saying. He's good at that. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Is Chris ready to go? Yes, he's ready to rock. What's happening, Pally? Well, good morning. Well, good morning, man. I hope to not anger you or piss you off, uh, Tom. I'll no, do my best. I'm not pissed off at all. I'm disappointed that people cannot even think about just coming together. It just pisses me off to no end. Uh, well, gosh, what of the many, many things, examples, is it specifically that has you? I don't look at the headlines this morning. The headlines are like, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong. Oh, my God. You know, uh People calling each other's names still. Well, I mean, we were joking around about it a little bit, but this whole baby boomer thing, and I don't give a rat's ass about that personally. I couldn't care less about that whole deal. 
But how is it good to just put one group of people all in the same bag and throw them off the cliff? It makes no sense to me that we're all different people, right? Uh, that's absolutely positively the, uh, the case, which is funny, too, because in so many other aspects of, like, our culture, um, people, like, don't want to be putting groups or in boxes and um they want to be able to i don't know I, i'm with you i'm feeling what you're saying i just remember all the, the great memories that i have of being a kid and going over like first time i went to a, a friend of mine's house a spanish family and i actually ate spanish food at their house and it's like this doesn't taste anything like the stuff you get because <laughs> back then there are attempts... this isn't made with cream of mushroom soup. Oh my <laughs> exactly. God. It's so flavorful. Like, man, this is really good food. So yes, you would, at that point you adjust to the real food of the Spanish culture. It was fantastic. Uh, there, there are great benefits in learning about other people and trying, actually trying to get along with them. There's a great benefits to that. You know? I would agree. I would agree 100%. Where are we going to get there again? Yeah. I hope. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. What? I mean. <laughs> but maybe not. Is that but it? maybe not. Yeah, we might not. I mean, who well, the hell knows? Well, it's easy to listen. I'm like the, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst at this to just like go, ah, phones, we're all going to hell. Like, Burn, you know. Burning I mean, to the ground. I, I don't know. what. Like, so, you know what? Maybe, maybe something's going to come along and maybe someone's going to come along and maybe just everyone's going to finally realize that being so divisive towards each other is not helpful. It that sucks. Would, that would it's be nice. getting worse by the day and it really sucks. It kind of makes me nervous that we are being so negative that Chris Eggert feels the need to be positive. Like there is something scary about that. <laughs> Who's and being uncomfortable when he has, his hand is forced to be the optimist. But I understand, this who's being half negative? Full. It's always half full. Uh -huh. I can't, I'm a little nervous, I feel uneasy. It's like, when somebody smiles who doesn't smile often, you're like, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'll, I can pick some things out of the news today that aren't awful. How would you guys like about well, Yeah, not awful, <laughs> the not awful news with Chris Eggert, I like it. Me too. Uh, what's my favorite one? Oh, 15 guys were arrested for soliciting prostitutes, some underage in Bloomington. Oh, Jesus. Uh, your guy Booker made a, had a news conference yesterday to talk about that. Um, for oh, the police chief? I, yeah. Booker's a great guy. Really good yeah, guy. I, I knew you had a good relationship with him. So they, yep. they talked about that. Um, that's, is that good news? I don't know. Um, yeah. Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport continues to be ranked at the top of the list for best airports in the country. Oh, because I just saw an article yesterday that said it wasn't, was no longer listed as the best in the country. I said one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Oh, excuse me. You gotta be careful. You gotta, you gotta listen there. It uh, was the best at one point. It had been the best for a number of years. Yes. And apparently Detroit, of all places... Uh, bumped us out of the top spot. I'll be the judge of that. So there's one good thing in Detroit now. There's one. They have one thing going for them. I, I don't know why when I was reading this story this morning on the news, I, I didn't intend to give it a certain flippancy when I was reading it. Mm -hmm. But I was kind of like, 
who really cares what your airport is ranked? I right. Don't, I don't care what our airport is ranked, but I will say this. Our airport has amazing food, and I, I love going. And so I don't care the ranking. I love our airport. I will go an I hour mean. early and go hit up. There's so many places there that you can't get parking to when you're, you know, if you just want to go grab something, especially like Angel Food Bakery. You can just go grab something from them. Yeah. And then go grab, like, uh, there's so much good food there. I might go for lunch after the show. No, right? we're like, talking. Not even taking a flight. Just stop in. <laughs> I agree. I'm in. I mean, that that's my point, Brittany. Like, yeah. does this ratings really mean anything? No. Like, no. You, you, if you travel and you know the airport and you've been to other airports, you know our airport is one of the nicest ones. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny that, like, and every year we do that story. The rankings are it. Uh, this just in. <laughs> The rankings for the airport. Tell you have like an envelope that you rip open, and you're like, and, and, it go, and the award goes to <gasps> Detroit. Detroit. Uh, Cut the music. Cut. I have a friend who every time he's out at the airport, he checks in at the Larry Craig Memorial, um, the Larry Craig Memorial uh, stall. You know the stall where that, that whole place. thing with him went down. He split his feet uh, like that. Uh... Uh-huh. What was he saying? What did he say he was doing again? I forgot. He has a wide stance. Wide stance. Yeah. I, when I I have a wide stance when I pee. Yeah. Got a wide got a wide stance. About yeah. that. I think I'm out of the loop here. What's going oh, on? Oh yeah, AJ might be too young for this story. Well, did this let's go back in the way back machine, AJ. <laughs> okay. Um, was it Utah Senator Larry Craig? I don't remember where he I don't remember where he was. Something but, like uh, that. Yep. Um, there was a, a prominent uh, Washington lawmaker who happened to be in Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport, and there was an allegation that he tried to get frisky with the person next to him in the stall, and it came out. And I don't know what – I don't remember all the circumstances of it, but it, then the accusation surfaced that the senator at the time had tried to – you know, yep. go under the stall door. I don't know what the hell happens. But anyway, um, and then his, what he said in response was, uh, it was nothing, blah, 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 blah. I have a wide stance. <laughs> so it's like a universal, like, <clears throat> signal in certain communities to slip your foot under and tap if you're interested in buying uh, their services. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So that's like, something that the undercover cops do a bunch of um, work for. They'll, like, you know, go on stalls and stage that thing. So, like, the guy wrote it up. is like, this was a very obvious foot under their tap sign. And he goes, no, 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 I have a wide stand. Like, that was his big mantra <laughs> for so long. I love that. And we're like, about that. My wide, you know what? That's weird about me is I'd never even know that because I don't like hanging around airports. It's okay, but it's like, Really loud and crowded, and the sooner I can get in and out of an airport, the better I like it. I yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am my like my family has this weird anxiety around airports where we have to be there in at least like two hours. Yeah, early. some people are like that. That's true. Because I'll literally mm. be my my husband's like we're fine, we're fine. I'm like let's just get there, let's just get there. We can enjoy. It's like why do you what do you what kind of living room do you think they have for go go to run around in like. We'll just get there. We'll just come on. And there's things to do. Mm-hmm. So I I will 
my anxiety dissipates once we get through security, and then I can relax and be in vacation mode. And there's <laughs> fun stuff at the airport. Listen, $40 drinks. I mean, sure. you name it. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's yep. a good time. They got a playground for kiddos. They got the tram. You can go back and forth on that bad boy. Tell me it's not fun. Oh, riding the tram. What could be more fun than that? Well, they got the, the escalator that's not an escalator. Yeah, it's just like, the you walkway. Know, you walk a little faster oh, yeah. than people. And oh, yeah, that's right. Are you that is fun, AJ. I am not the type of person, I don't understand people that can just get on there and stand. Like, I have to also walk on that because it feels like you're just running at an incredible speed. You just love to watch the world burn. You guys are stealing my bit. What's your, oh, my God. 1987. Yeah. I made fun of Tim Laudner, who's a dear friend now, but yeah. I made fun of him because of his foot speed. Yeah. Right? So then everybody said, well, he could still outrun you. And I said, there's no way he could outrun me. Yes, he could. I know he could. He's a professional athlete. So I challenged Tim. To a foot race? To a foot race. Love it. Where he would run on the normal ground and I would run on that moving belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And? Uh, never happened, because I would have kicked his ass by about 30 yards. Oh, dang it. You know how much fun that would have been to run on that moving treadmill while he's running on the regular fun. ground? That would have been amazing. <laughs> Maybe you could have beat Philip Wise and if, if he wasn't running backwards. Speaking of Philip Wise, we're going to get Philip booked on the show, ladies and gentlemen. My buddy is moving. I have known Philip Wise for about 45 years. He taught me many, many things. I love the man. I don't. I haven't seen him in a long time because you know he had. A little, is his health better now? I'm not sure. I have to check in with him. I'm hoping, but uh, we're going to have Philip on the show because he's moving out of town. And uh, Philip was the most prominent black man in radio history when he stepped up and came on the KQ Morning Show. He's so funny. It was wonderful. He he literally. You know what? He gets in my car and he's got a little tear running down his face, and I'm not exaggerating. This is at the Byerleys in Golden Valley. The one right uh, just north of where KQ used to be. Yeah, yeah. I said, what's going on, Philip? He goes, I'm coming on your show. I said, what, do you want to make an appearance? He goes, no, 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 I'm going to be on all the time. I said, you're going to come on my show. And I said, why are you doing that? And he goes, I don't like the way they're treating you, man. I'm not going to put up with it. I'm coming on your show. So he came on the show and was on the show for decades. But Philip is moving out of town. It's not my job to tell you where he's moving to, but he's moving close to his uh, family. Mm hmm and uh, I, I have not seen Philip in quite some time. Um, I cannot wait to talk to him again. I love the man. He's, uh, he's a hell of a guy. I There's love no doubt Philip. About it. Philip's a great guy. So, Philip, we're going to miss you. But I already miss you because I haven't seen you. Because his health was not good for a while there. I hope he's better. Philip would say the funniest things to me. He, I would see him and he'd go, did your husband know you came out of the house like that? <laughs> <laughs> say the funniest things to me. I'd just kill me, man. He was so funny. I learned a lot from him. I'll tell you what. Well, I just Hilarious. saw JB last night. Uh, JB's son, John Jr., had an art uh, an art show last night down in Richfield there. It was very, very nice. Uh, he's another guy. Uh, I've known JB for 40 years, and we're still really, really, really great friends, you know. It's just... So many people come into your life and that, yeah, because when Philip, I, like I said, I haven't seen him in a long time already the way it is. Um, but, you know, for him to be out of town like that, that what am I going to see him one, two more times in my life? Maybe that's probably about it. I hate when people do that. Don't do that. What? 
I hate when they're like, you might see your mom 10 more times before you die. Oh, yeah, I that's hate. you. That sucks. So don't don't say things like, I want to see him two more times before he die. No, let's Actually, not. Actually, I did the opposite. I told your mother you'd probably only see you a couple more times. So you run away like she sees me from afar? <laughs> you know how long it took exactly. me to find figure out the not if I see you first comment? What? I always thought it was like, hey, I'll see you later. And they're like, not yeah. if I see you first. Like, I just thought it was like a who sees who first. But it was because they would duck run away from you i did not know that for the longest time and i used to say it people and not know that that's what i was saying i'm gonna hide from you every chance i get yeah it's it's a casually kind of mean thing to say it is it's super (laughs) passive aggressive it's like yes it is it's absolutely true but you know here another example of coming together with people yeah you look over the list of all the people that we've worked with over the past 40 years, yeah. and 99% of them are really, really great people. A couple oh. of them are not that great, no doubt about it. I love that you have that point of view, and I agree. I do. I loved it. I absolutely loved working with all those people and all the rest of it. There were a couple that were a pain in the ass, there's no doubt about it. Another Philip Wise thing you'd say is, you'd say something like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go buy, um, you know, I'm going to go buy, go, go grab lunch after. In this economy? Yeah, in this economy. In this economy? (laughs) Or like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to say that, I'm going to say this, do you want to say this story on uh, air? You go, not in this economy. Like the things you would say. (laughs) So funny. The Philly dog, ladies and gentlemen. See, I learned a lot. He brought such a, from a listener standpoint, he brought, he just was so cool. He was very chill. Like, it was just, you know, right here but it was always right there with everything he said and i i really i didn't know i didn't know he was leaving town it's just the first i'd heard of this yeah yeah i really did enjoy i would have liked to have had a chance to meet him at some point because he seems like a cool dude he was a wonderful guy the only thing he did that pissed me off we used to run theater worth park right up and down the parkway there and he was playing with the minnesota vikings at the time and when we went out for a run he would run backwards. Yeah, I just laughed. I said, maybe start laughing, ah, thinking about that's that. That's what got you to that. Okay. Yeah, laugh it up, pals. Laugh it up. That's so insulting. <laughs> He's running backwards. So insulting. I can only if go that slowly I ever if I'm going I get to the point back. where I can do that with my husband, because he'll randomly go on a run with me, I'm going to feel like such a dominator. Just well, backwards. There are huge hills there, and to watch him run up hills backward was pretty amazing. Insulting. Insulted me, yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Tom, you <laughs> suck at this. I'm much better than you. Backwards. Just always understand that. Oh, respect. But no, I look at all the people over the years that, uh, you know, we don't have around. We lost David Huffman all back oh, in the that's day. Terrible. And a couple of different people. So, you know, Philly's moving out to live uh, near his daughter, and I really admire him uh, for that. And I'm ve- very happy for him because he's big. He's a big family guy, no question. From. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha. originally. Yeah. Oh, he's from Omaha. That's where yeah. my wife's from. Ah. He told me nope. a story one time, it was about 40 years ago, that he was, I can't remember who it was he was walking along with, but he was in town to do, the, there's some big thing in in Omaha, a big football deal, or I, I don't know what the hell it even is. Is it College World Series, maybe? Or was it a football there thing? Was, I think it was a football. It might have been okay. the World Series, though, because Philip was a great baseball player, too. So might have been. So he's walking along with another teammate who's a black man in America today as well. And he said this four-year-old kid who was trying to be very welcoming and he was very happy. He'd run along the fence. He'd go, 
Hi, big ends. Hi, hi, big ends. He called them the big end, and he thought that's what people called black people. Isn't that amazing how far we've come? She's a wheeze. Isn't that? Yeah. And Philip's like, well, hi, you kid. Nice to see you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. What's he going to do to uh, a four-year-old, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a, but I'll never, uh, there was a very poignant moment when he told me that story for the first time because it was like, you handle that perfectly because it's up to his parents. And apparently his parents did come out and gave it the old, Billy, who taught you that word? Yeah, right. It's one of those yeah. deals, you know? I don't know. Philly, we're going to miss you. We love you, pal. There's no question about it. We'll be talking to him soon. Hopefully he can get on the show because he's leaving in less than two weeks. All right. We got to get him on. We got to. No question about it. So what else is happening in the news, Pally? Uh, how far would you... Do you have a... Any of you guys wear an Apple Watch? I do. Boom. Okay. All right. That didn't help. There. To what, <laughs> to what lengths would you go if you happen to drop your Apple Watch to retrieve it? Uh, let's see, like what lengths, maybe, like if it flew out of a car on a highway, I would not go after it in the highway. Okay. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I'd just get another one. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's a lady in Michigan who climbed into an outhouse to get hers. Oh, I heard about it. Didn't she fall in or something? Wouldn't do that. She got stuck. She got stuck in the toilet. She didn't fall in, but she got stuck in it. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. I would not ever. No, thank you. This happened not that long ago with somebody's cell phone that got stuck in an outhouse. No, Sorry. I don't care. No, no, thank you. Like the diseases uh, that are in people's feces. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. oh don't know. Ish. I'm sure somebody called 911 because they heard the lady stuck in the toilet and uh, <laughs> Sheriff Peppies came out and they had to, like, you know, Retrieve use some her. kind of apparatus. Uh, she didn't, I don't think she, I didn't get the sense that she fell all the way down into like the tank, but um, whatever it was, police had to be called. And uh, the state police in Michigan had to issue a statement for the greater good of the public after it was all said and done. Uh, do not attempt to venture inside a containment area of an outhouse. Good idea. The no panic question. that ensues when I can't immediately get out of the door. Like, have you ever had, like, a moment where it gets, like, stuck or jammed? Yeah. And you have a moment going, "If I live here now. This is my life now. I'm hot. I'm sweating. And it's terrible. Like, so I cannot imagine going any more in-depth than that. In that container. Ugh. You know what I hate? I hate when you go in the outhouse. Yeah. And you're standing there. Because most often I go in. And a lot of them have urinals for men now on the side there. Yeah. But when they don't, you look down. And there's always like a turd pyramid. Why does it all come to a point like that? Because, I mean, that's just... What the hell is that? That's just science. Oh, that's science? Is that what that is? Science. I'm sure Bill and I could tell us why. Ish. Yeah, Bill and I, yeah. disturbing thing to take a gander down that it is hole and see the stuff floating <laughs> in the blue water there and, uh so speaking of omaha uh philly's hometown way back in the day when i was working there i did a bit with um the news station i was at of going out with the crews cleaning up the, the biffies at the college world oh series. god so the college world series is like huge one of the biggest events of the well, the biggest event of the year for Omaha. Thousands of people come to town, yada yada yada. And uh, that was that's quite a job. If you've ever sounds been like a pretty that crap old, job. 
Well, also, it sometimes lines up with the Olympic time trials for swimming. And so when we've been there, uh, uh, I've been there for that. And at the same time, so the the city is just full of people. Lots of biffies that need to be emptied. Yeah. Where did Biffy ever come from? Was it the name of a portable toilet? It's a company, yeah. So it can Biffy. Or it's like Kleenex. Yeah. Or Tylenol. But what does Biffy even mean? Or is that somebody's nickname or something? It's the guy from uh, Back to the Future. (laughs) Oh, is it Biffy? (laughs) Wasn't his name Biff something? Yeah, well, Biff oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, Biff. Oh, was it? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, the, the, the bully was Biff. He was, he was the worst the... character. <laughs> so well done. So well done. Very well done. What was the name of those cars they drove again? I forgot. DeLorean. DeLorean. There you go. Exactly right. I just saw one of those not that long ago in Hopkins, and I was like, what the what? Like, <laughs> What kind of insurance you got to get on that DeLorean? I, I don't know, but I was like... In, I, I could not believe it. I was like, holy crap. And I'm sure there's some of those cars around somewhere, but sure. it was just kind of like an unlikely scenario of seeing it. Like, it was at, like, the Speedway gas station. It was just super random. I was like... Did you okay. roll your window down and go, in this economy? <laughs> in this economy? Do you know that that movie was the only reason DeLorean, like, existed after that? Yeah, you're oh, right. Su- oh, such an unpopular car, and then everybody's yeah. like, okay, maybe it's kind of cool. You can time travel in it. And they were like, yeah, sure, if you want right. to believe that, go ahead. Bye. They need to do maybe. that with the Aztec. Help them out, too. Do you guys remember the, the sure. Aztec? Uh, hey, sure. listen, Walt Walt made the Aztec famous on um, the meth show. Oh, yeah, on Breaking Bad. Yeah, he drove a Aztec. I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Okay, good. What, great, what a great casting, and I don't know if it's casting, but whoever did, whoever came up with that, like, what a, like, what, no one wants to have to drive an Aztec. My best, one of my best friends in high school, Rika, she was so excited. She got her license, and their parents are like, come outside, come outside, all excited. And there was a red Aztec out there. And to this day, she's like, it was the most disappointing I've ever been in my life. It was a new car, too. And they're like, we oh did the... Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. That's... A new Aztec. She rolls up to school. We clown her forever. And keep in mind, none of us had the money to get a new car. We were all, like, yeah. sharing these old cars with our siblings. And even her with a new car, we made fun of that Aztec. I mean, we rode in that thing constantly. But she's like, it's not that bad. It turns into a, you know, you can turn it into a tent if you need to. Or like, it's so lame, Rika. <laughs> what? I didn't even know what an Aztec is. Oh, they're just. I'm looking uh, it up now. It, it, like, it looks not bad. You're talking about the Pontiac Aztec? Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It, it could be worse. Have you seen the Subaru Baja? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, my God. So what, are these SUVs or something? No, it looks yeah. like the. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hat. It's well, a, no, the Baja is not an SUV. Go ahead, AJ. It looks like the Aztec is like a cross between a sedan and like an SUV. It's not quite an SUV, but it's kind of there. Like really? imagine like a Subaru uh, like Crosstrek, I think is the name of it. Oh yeah. Like it's it's shorter. It's it's not as tall, but it's got like the oh, features. The Baja is bad. <laughs> it's a car with like a pickup bed in the but back. Like oh, that's like inch, oh, yeah. But like a one inch. But it's like a one inch pickup Camino, bed. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like a baby El Camino, yeah. right? That you can put like one yeah. bag of groceries oh, in the back ish. end of it or something. Yes, yeah. Exactly. It's a weird, it's just teeny. I don't even think my dogs could go back there. What was the other one? Is an El Camino and there's another one Ford made or something. I think it was a Chevrolet El Camino and then a Ford. What I, was their thing called? I do like the um, smaller trucks. Like I, I, I'm into that. Like, cause I don't want, you know, we have a big car. I'd like a smaller truck. I love that. But this Baja is 
two inches long in the back. I mean, rough. Well, talk about wandering off the trail there, you know. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta look at it. You gotta look at a picture of an Aztec, Tom. You can't really quite do it justice. The all right, I'll look at it one right now. You have one on more the minute. Back end were really weird, and it just, it just, it just looked weird. Here, I got you. It's just um, so unnatural. Here, Thomas. Oh, you got the Aztec. Yeah, it has a very like yeah, rhombus kinda, booty. It's kind of lame. It's very lame. We <laughs> made fun of Ricka forever. Ricka got, oh my God, we took you too long here, there, Mr. Oh, yeah, look at that. Time flies when you're talking about Aztecs. You know what I'm saying? In this economy? Oh, God. Oh, All right, we'll talk to you later, Pally. Chris Eggert, Bye, ladies guys. and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Doc, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. He'll take care of it. I love working with Eggert. Eggert's a great guy, isn't He's he? He's great. Mo, definitely a good man. We got to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Continue to show right after this. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. As lake season throttles down, trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge slash Miller Marine's limited time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing crews. i got to be honest with you, I love going down that whole, you know, I guess from Hastings on down in the fall. That is magnificent. Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at the Lodge in Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Wow, Total Wine really does have everything. I found your favorite bourbon, an awesome vodka. Oh, and Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie? That's me. Always happy to help. Honey, Ruthie found that amazing Cabernet you loved. Oh, yeah. That Cabernet was really good. And we have it for the lowest price in town. We've got to get another bottle. So glad we found Ruthie. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. 
Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 